Yo, what's good, yo? We back with season two. Yeah, we about to get real New York on. So I'm saying, like, follow, subscribe. Yeah, we finna be live. Tell your friends to tell your ratchet ass friends Thought we was gone, but nah, I know we ain't That you got rid of us, but no, no, you can't Yeah, uh, episode of pontificating podcast we were gone and people noticed and i'm listen the only thing we have <laughs> is your um admiration and your need to hear us because honestly listen so thank you for asking where we were because yeah and you guys don't know this but um y'all think we just took two weeks off but asia and i have been off for a total of Eight weeks. Oh, it's been eight weeks? I think it's been that eight weeks. That time flew by. Yeah, yeah. We've been going for eight weeks because we needed it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. we really yeah. needed it. Um, and we like to keep a healthy work-life balance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, we believe in a siesta. Yeah. Um, but we are happy to be back. We are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a chore to get this episode out. But you know what? What did a white girl say? Nevertheless, she she persisted. Who said that? The white girls they be on the pins. What? Like, have you ever been to? Oh, the, is it about the lady with the with the, the strip? Yeah, oh. I don't know. No, that's can do. Oh. It, it's it's like nevertheless she persisted. Oh, it's like a okay a saying. Okay, I think I even have the button. I bought it because oh, that's a good saying. You know, it's a good saying. No, it is yeah, good. it is good. Um, okay. <laughs> But yeah, this is the nevertheless we persisted because we've had so many technical difficulties, but we are committed to the bit, y'all. We, <laughs> we are, are committed to the fucking we are. bit. So here we are. And we're going to get into it like we always do. And we're yeah. going to start with our, is it just me? And if you happen to be new here, because we're trying to get some new people up in here, I am Ty. Right. And I am Asia. And we are... The Pon- two members, the two members, the two members of Pontificating Podcast. Pontificating Podcast. Um, and we will start every episode how we start with our "Is it just me?" Um, I'll go first because okay. I had this thought yesterday, and okay. I was like, "Is it just me, or would I be more successful if my mother paid for those Barbizon models <laughs> <laughs> and acting classes?" Because I said, "Ain't no way for me to love to take pictures as much as I do." And I love to take pictures of me, but me getting in front of a camera right now, I'd be like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what am I supposed mm-hmm. to do? This feels weird. This feels mm-hmm. awkward. And I was like, you know, gone are the days that Tyra has taught me to smize. Right. I never could do it. Um, I could. I was a good smizer. I really was. You think about burgers and fries and all your favorite foods, you know, fat mm. shit. And um, but I was just thinking about like taking a picture at work of like myself. And I was like, yuck. Like, what do I do in front of a camera? Like, yes. I just feel so awkward. And I was like, if I had those modeling classes, I bet I would have known. And I probably would have been more successful. Um, well, I, I was scammed by, if you guys remember, if any of the OG wannabe actors remember Explore Talent? Oh, my God. 
do. I don't know what the hell that package cost because my, my mother did pay for it. And we got the headshots and we got like cards and they I went on one audition. Interesting. Um, and here I am sitting next to you. So I say that to say, I don't know how successful the Barbizon. <laughs> I don't know. I went on the website just to see for shits and giggles, uh-huh. right? And I was like, they have like alumni. And some of the alumni, they had like Logan Browning, the girl from Dear White People. Okay. Yeah, little Brad's face girl. Yeah. And they had other people that like, like little kids and stuff. And I said, scam. Mm-hmm. But still, mm-hmm. she is further along. Like, Tyler Perry scooped that girl right up. The confidence. Did he? And what? Oh, she was in um Tyler Perry's Meet the Browns. Oh. The show. Mm-hmm. On BET. Mm-hmm. Okay. When that was new. For years. Honestly, we clown Tyler Perry, but he is the gateway drug. <laughs> Listen, we'll get into it later, but the amount of Tyler Perry I've been consuming is, like, embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. Um, okay, my is just me is what we're going to discuss later in the show as well. But it's so important to see concerts in a certain order. <laughs> Because it can really ruin the experience of one. Um, so I'll just briefly say I saw the Re- I saw Beyonce concert, the Renaissance tour, mm-hmm. and then I saw SZA's tour, mm-hmm. right? And like SZA, it wasn't a bad tour. It was actually good, right? But just in having to follow up Beyonce, now she don't know my schedule. She don't right. know. <laughs> First of all, I didn't know I was going to see either one of these concerts. Um, so therefore, um, but if I could go back, I would have watched this as the concert first. Oh, I see. Because it, it, okay. Yeah. I get that. And it's really hard. And I don't want to compare because that's not fair to SZA, honestly. But it's hard not to. I just, I just, I saw them, what, four days apart? No, five, five days apart. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it was still fresh. Right. And if any of you are on concert sprees yourself, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know who to see first, who to see second. Because it kind of does sell the experience for you. I mean, to be fair, by the time SZA got to New York, people should have been coming down from their Beyonce. Like, they yeah. didn't know that all of New York... Okay, actually, guys, we're just going to go straight into our so boom. So boom. Mm-hmm. Because we got to catch y'all up on all the things that we've done so we can have a full conversation right. about what Asia's talking about. So here's our so boom. We are just catching up. We're just letting y'all, yeah. the play cousins, know what's been going on. So our final date filming was July 31st. Yeah. And on July 31st, I think Asia and I recorded three fucking episodes. <laughs> in that weekend, we recorded, I think we recorded five in that weekend. Yeah, we recorded five in a weekend, three in one day. Yeah. All while watching her dad paint her wall beautifully beautifully ah such a master craftsman and we had a breakdown now and i always planned to go to see beyonce like i wanted to see her when she was at metlife and i was trying to just like buy listening only tickets because the spirit was moving me but i didn't want to go to jersey and be turned around because that's insane so i don't know what possessed her to look up the tickets of kansas city and she said let's go you know, oh, oh, you know, because our one of our friends was going. Oh, we did know that yeah. a friend was going, and I just, you know, I've been hearing this whole 
I do like Beyonce, wonderful, talented woman. Mm-hmm. No bad words against her. However, I was not going to pay thousands of dollars to see her. This was, that's not my thing. Um, there's no artist I know right now that I would pay that much money for. And then we looked the tickets up and they were like three something for floor seats. And I said, well, a deal's a deal. Girl math. It was, it was, it was, girl, it was math. girl math. Because I said, if I was going to pay a thousand plus to see her, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how much New York floor seats were going to cost. They were, they were a lot. They were like 12 something. Right. So 12,000? No, 1,200. Like 1,200. So 1,200 floor seats in New York or 350 in Kansas, Missouri, which is all the story. Girl math said that's like basically free. Yeah. So it made sense. So we bought the tickets on the spot. Yeah. Completely Delulu. We said, we're going to Kansas City. Then we're not even going to get into the whole hotel and flight situation. (laughs) No, we can't. I will say this, our flight to, okay, side note, guys, and if you guys are uh, into geography and you know better than us, good for you. However, <laughs> we had to find out that, um, I sound look, we, we are New Yorkers, right? New Yorkers are very, like, self-centered, but not in a bad way. We're just, we're New York, right? Okay, so I don't know how much you guys know about the state of Missouri and the state of Kansas. They are literally next door to each other, like, Touching, touching, right? So we, the concert was in Kansas City, Missouri, which is right next door to Kansas, the state. Kansas, the state also has a Kansas City that no one acknowledges. Right. Because I thought we were going to Kansas City, Kansas. Right. We're not. Kansas City, Kansas, no one talks about it. It's very strange. Everyone talks about Kansas City, Missouri. Also... Did not know that St. Louis was in Missouri. Or there was an, there's something else in Missouri. Which one? There was something else. Ferguson? Ferguson is in Missouri? Yeah. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Probably. It was something else that's also in Missouri. And we were like, oh, we didn't realize that that was... Because I was like, no, St. Louis is St. Louis. Um, I thought Kansas City was Kansas City. Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> And then there's another something in Missouri. I think Ferguson sounds right. No, there is Ferguson, but there was another. There's another big city in Missouri that the the blacks go to. Can't think of it. And Missouri, you're kind of cute, Kansas. I gotta tell you because we were like uh, apprehensive about what it was gonna be like because it's Midwest. We're black. We don't think they are, you know. But I gotta tell you, Missouri, the show me state. The show me. They showed thing. us. They were when I say hospitality, everybody was so nice to us. Which is funny because our friend arrived the night before, and he was saying how like um people were so rude, and so we were kind of like, oh damn, we didn't we didn't meet a sour apple in the bunch. Everybody was so nice and friendly, and like giving us suggestions of places to go, and just being very welcoming. So we were like, we don't know what you did to these people. We don't know what you did to these people. Oh, you know what it is? The Ozarks. Right. Are in Missouri. Right. That's that that's big in my world because I was binging the Ozarks. Yeah. In preparation to go into Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was the other thing. So then when we okay, so rewind. So now is our day to fly out to go see the concert. And on the ride to the airport, uh, if you guys remember, if you're New Yorkers, there was a flash flood about 
It was a flash flood on September that. 29th. So on my way to the airport, I get a, a text um, on my watch and it's like flight canceled. It just said those two words, flight canceled. So I text Ty and I'm like, I think our flight was canceled, but I can't find it on the app. So I think Ty had to go to the actual website mm-hmm. and the flight was canceled. And instead of um, them being like, okay, but we'll get you on a later flight. They said the next flight out is Sunday. After the concert. After the concert. The earliest flight was arriving at 5 p.m. The concert started at, well, it started later, but you know, 5 p.m. is too late to be arriving in a place to go see a concert unless we came dressed. Right. Um, so then I had to, I was like, wait, does Missouri have other airports? And then I found out that St. Louis <laughs> is in Missouri. And I said, let's get to, let's get to St. Louis. So we, the next day we got up, we flew to St. Louis. Then we had to drive three hours to... Kansas City, Missouri. In this time, we found out that our hotel was in Kansas, the state. Yes. Apparently, <laughs> a very nice neighborhood because I also met somebody when I went back to work and she was like, oh, I, over- I overheard you were staying at Overland Park. That's where his family's from. Oh. And I said, oh, yeah, everybody said it's a, a really nice place. She said, not when they were growing up. Yeah. And I said, well, ma'am, right now, Overland Park is, it's bustling, it's booming, it's giving. Beautiful. It's giving. Yeah, it's, listen, now when they said the Midwest, I didn't know what they meant, mid-level everything, though. <laughs> Y'all don't have a fucking tall building yeah. inside in Kansas. The amount of sun we received, like, shout out. Yeah. But also, holy shit, I never sun, I never sun like I sunned in the Midwest. Yeah, when it was, we were driving um, across the state, like, <laughs> It was like 7 p.m. and the sun was going down, but there was no buildings for to go down behind. It had to literally go behind the rest of the earth. Right. And it was just like <laughs> shining into my pupils until it finally went to China. Like it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. But it was I enjoyed being out there. No, I did. It was a beautiful road trip. We had a pickup truck, y'all. Like it was given. We had a big buddy bin. We did. Okay. We had a pickup truck. We were really living that Midwest life and just like not being New Yorkers, but being very much New Yorkers. Also, shout out the food. Now, all the white people I know, they said, you got to get barbecue. You got to get barbecue if you're going to Kansas. And I was like, I did not know Kansas do barbecue like that. Delicious. The food was the food was seasoned. Finger looking good. So fucking good. So good. I'm going to fight y'all later on, on the Raisin Cane situation, but we'll fight about that later. Because we got a whole summer... So to catch y'all up on. We do. <laughs> um, but I will say, just to talk about the Beyonce concert, because, oh, that's what we jumped into. Yeah. So boom for. Amazing. Amazing, honestly. Like, again, for me, not being like a mega, 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 mega fan, like 350 was the max I would pay. But as someone who was like a mega fan who loves her, I can see paying $1,000 or more and being satisfied. Like, it was... Not for me, like I said, for oh. those people. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm looking at Israel like, oh, no. 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 If, if I love yeah. her like that, like, 350 is a max probably anybody. Yeah. Right? But she puts on a show. Like, right. it's not like some rinky-dink. No, there is a, there's a long show. Mm-hmm. She does almost every single song. Mm-hmm. Um, the full song, mostly. Yeah. Like, she's changing outfits, hair. Like, everything is just, like, you're you're seeing, you're, you're getting your money's worth. Yeah, for it sure. It was really good. For sure. And I, just, I had, like, okay, I had an emotional moment because I was taken aback to be in in a stadium where football is being played, where they pack and to look up and to see 
thousands of people here to see one person. And just as a performer to put my myself in her shoes and the, the gratitude yeah. to feel... Uh, it just like brings tears to my eyes to have to know that so many people like believe in you and you've made so much community with the, that many people that they will want to see you unfucking real unreal and she was dragging all the I, I will post some quotes that I um took off the screen but she was dragging us creative she was like listen if you could, if you can imagine it imagine it right. do it like what's all the, what's all the wine and fussing and crying about shivering and shaking I was having a similar thought um about like how it's how amazing it is as a creative person to like actually have your dreams come true, like mm. and to I, I don't know what Beyonce's mind. I know she knows she's Beyonce. She knows you know Beyonce world stop. But I still think she probably has this moment of like these people are really here to see me. Like that's amazing to go from like a child having this dream to like legitimately selling out stadiums. Like people will, yeah. people want, people can't even see you from their seats. They just want to be in the same air as you. Yeah. I don't even want that, by the way. But that's amazing. <laughs> that also, as a human being, I was like, so we were with two Beyonce super fans. Yeah. One super fanning more than the other. Actually, it was interchangeable super fanning. And me and Asia had a moment where we just looked over to each other. And this girl was not on the planet Earth. Okay. Was she was high as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so sober. I was... Usually, I would be the person that would be, like, the most inebriated because, like, why would I not be? Um, but I wasn't. I was quite sober. Um, and it was a moment where there was this one woman mm. losing her goddamn mind over being... I mean, it's, you know when they say the feral scream? Like, yeah. she was... It was yeah. a feral scream. And I'm I mean, we were close. We I actually shout out to us because our seats were really good. Yeah. I could see I could see Beyonce with my, my ojos, okay? <laughs> Just with my ojos, I did not need to three point three exit mm-hmm. or nothing to see her. But this woman was like losing her mind behind us. And I was just like, and I didn't wanna, you know, yuck her yum, even though she was she was Yucky yeah. She was really tainting the experience for me, but I had to like come into my own humility and I was like, listen, she the way she's screaming, she is a deep fan, and this is a moment for her. Yeah. So I'm not gonna tell her to shut the fuck up, even though I want to. So I didn't, but I did turn around after a while and just gave her a stern look and she did shut up. Cause I was like, girl, this is too much. It was it was too much. I mean, like you said, not to sully her moment, but also I almost can't breathe because you're yelling so loud. <laughs> it's affecting my my heart rate is just yeah. based off your scream alone. So please stop because I don't want to have a heart attack right here. Yeah, that was that was the most like jarring. You know what it, it reminded me of? And even as a kid, I did not understand the concept. I used to laugh at it when you would see videos of like Michael Jackson and people like screaming and fainting. That's how she was. Like that's how she was. And as somebody like I. I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan, but I do have a relationship to Beyonce's music, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. ever since I worked in the service industry, I, when I'm busy, I'm like, put Beyonce on. And people just automatically assume that I'm a Beyonce fan. I'm like, no, this is, in my mind, when I hear Beyonce, I'm like, okay, turn it up. Let's work. Let's make right. money. Let's just, let's go, 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 go. And I'm like, that's just me in my in my vibe. So I do know a lot of Beyonce songs. I was a concert because... She was singing 
all of my favorite songs that nobody, I mean, deep cuts, I'd rather die young, one plus one, which I'm gonna, if I ever get married, somebody gonna sing that. Like she was doing all of Ty's favorite hits. So I said, I gotta be there. And then I needed to see Blue Ivy Carter because that's really why we bought tickets. I'm like, Beyonce, you cool. I already saw you, but I'm here to see Blue. I think it was so cute watching her uh, look at her daughter. Like that's amazing. It really was amazing. And then Blue was getting all teary eyed. As a as a as a as a perform like as a fellow creative, yeah, to have a a a something that you've created from your body to then come in to walk into like for you to introduce this life to the it ah, uh, and I feel like it's it must poetic. be. I feel like it must be so amazing, Beyonce having that power. Mm-hmm. to put her daughter on, right? Because Beyonce came, like, you know, she was middle class, but still, in, in, entertainment doesn't really matter where your class is sometimes. She worked to become Beyonce. Like, she yeah. worked, put that work in. Ty told me something I didn't know about how her father would make them go on a treadmill after the show and sing after the show. And I was yeah, like, No, That's... not a treadmill. Everybody remember the stair, the stair oh, master. Oh, the stair master, which is yeah. crazy to me. So it's like, it must be so amazing to, like, have her daughter say, I want to dance. Or act. Whatever she said. Let's say it's just dancing. And she's like, okay, you'll be in my show. Done. Right. right? Like, you're still going to work hard because Beyonce is not playing no no games. But to give her that step. That, and that, mm. if you go back to our Nepo Baby um, <laughs> episode, like, that is what it's about. And yeah. there's, there's no hate there. And it must be an amazing feeling to be like, you don't have to struggle and cry yeah. the way I did to get here. You can just have your dreams. Because I feel as creatives, like, all we want to do is fulfill our dreams. Yeah. I cry about it every day in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to just move on to SZA concert. So I saw that concert, like I said, five days after Beyonce's concert. Now, it was a good concert. It was in um, Barclays Center in Brooklyn. I think it was sold out, she said. A lot of people are also attending this concert. It was also, I, like, I looked around, I was I didn't know SZA had so many fans, honestly. I, I, I was like, oh, okay, she's she is SZA. Um, but, and and this is not me being shady, this is just stating the facts there wasn't as many outfit changes you know the dancers i think only wore two outfits um the visuals and it's like if i had seen scissor first i'd have been like oh eight out of ten right mm-hmm. she she did fine it was a good it was i thoroughly enjoyed myself i have no complaints about the concert it was just seeing beyonce's concerts first because it was like on 10 it was perfection because it's beyonce yeah right and i'm not saying scissor it wasn't perfect for scissor um, it just was like, it's like when you, when you, <laughs> it's like, wait, when me and Ty went to, um, away from vacation last year, or beginning of this year, our hotel was whatever. And we went to like a really good hotel and that food was like top notch. Oh. And it's like, it's like, well, now I know what the other people are eating. Yeah. That's kind of what I felt like. It was like, no, this is fine. Then it was like, oh, but it could be better. Yeah. Um, but that was it. But I, I also thoroughly enjoyed Sizzle's concert. She also played like, I'm not too familiar with this current album, but she played a lot of Control album, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated. There were also some very young girls in front of me. First of all, every song, so about 12, 13 songs, these girls were on their Snapchat recording themselves singing a song. And I kept thinking to myself, I think on the post, every song of themselves singing, not at the concert, very strange. Mm-hmm. But they were like that same, ah, scream from the gut and they were like probably like 11 or 12 or 13 or 14 i don't oh, know they were just so excited and so Aww. excited and they were singing every single song so hard and i was like can you even relate to the song maybe maybe not doesn't matter 
but it was also a good concert. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I had a good concert series. And I will say, that's crazy that you are comparing, like, I mean, whatever. It's hard not to compare. It, you're not, not you're to. not compare. But also, we as performers recognize that Beyonce was tired. I was telling this to my friend when she was like, oh, she she wanted to make sure the cult didn't get me. And I'm like, girl, I'm a full grown adult. Um, and people go see concerts, um, even if it's Beyonce. <laughs> like, right. people go to concerts. And I was like, you can tell that she was tired but you can see the moments when she and it wasn't a full tired but you know as a form you're like oh winded tired like or you can hear it in her voice sometimes but then she will find this fucking gust of energy and you are just swept away and i was like remarkable yeah from good you know what good work by you beyonce yeah good work by you and then this last thing i'm gonna say before we move on to our next thing um one of my favorite parts of the SZA concert was at the end, she comes out and she's just saying, you know, thank you for the fans. She's like, this is her biggest venue yet that she sold out. And she's just being genuinely thankful. And she was bringing people backstage with her who um, were really hyped during the concert. And she was saying how when people are hyped in the, in the audience, it keeps her going. Like, that's her energy. That is her lifeline. Seeing the fans enjoy it. And then she goes, she says, when people are dead, just sitting there, it kills me. And then she goes like, you too. And I thought that was the funniest shit in the world. She literally pointed him out and said, like, you two. And then she was like, but you green shirt, you a hype. Thank you, come backstage. Blue shirt, you a hype, come backstage. And I was like, could you imagine? That is such mean girl energy. It is. That is so mean. It's hilarious to me, but it's fucking crazy. Could you imagine? Like, you said that in my mouth. And you told me this already. And my mouth dropped again. It's crazy. I was like. That is so crazy. Because I'm like, what if they were just mesmerized and they just couldn't believe that. Also, everyone has different experiences with yeah. music and how they show their, right? Yeah. Like me, I'm like a swayer. I'm a swayer. I'm just going to chill, you know? Oh, no. I'm going. I'm giving you all that I got. We own concert together. <laughs> well, but also, Benzo, like, first of all, I was going to do a mental breakdown, right? <laughs> so all I had to give was a sway. Right. That's right. all I had to give. I was yes. thoroughly enjoying myself. But all I had in me was a sway. Yeah. So it's kind of like. What if you? What if I was in the front row and I'm just hanging on by a thread right now? Mm-hmm. But I am enjoying you. Yeah. And then you say that I'm like, right? You'd be like, yo, my edibles could have hit too hard, and I'm relating too much. <laughs> because the edibles and will feel- hit too hard. That's what I will say. I was like, I felt lyrics differently, and I was like, this is why you gotta feel like you gotta go to concerts. So you, you have to. And I asked Asia. I was like, I was like, you felt. I was like, you felt the um. You felt the the, the bass the bass Ooh. in your chest, right? That is honestly yep. one of my favorite things when I go to a club. I'm like, if I can feel the bass in my chest, I'm activated. And I was like, you, I felt the I felt the music all around yeah. me. I was like, ah, oh, ten out of yeah. ten, especially with the edible. <laughs> you felt that shit in your. Soul? I felt I felt the heart pumping blood <laughs> to the body parts in my body i felt the my heart pump the blood to the part of my brain that registers music I'm, like i heard yeah. every i heard yeah. every instrument that was being played i heard yeah. every, i heard beyonce's shoes click clacking across the stage <laughs> <laughs> we were that close we were close um okay i want to mm-hmm. move on real quick to another entertainer who we as we as we finished recording is when the news came out. Um, Lizzo, what her summer scandal? Oh, we did not get to talk. No, about we didn't. It happened like the day after we finished oh recording. Oh my gosh, girl, I totally forgot about it. Lizzo, you gotta talk about the banana and the vaginas. 
Girl, that is the most outrageous thing I've heard in forever. What is going on with the banana in the vaginas? Yes, because, you know, as it as everything was coming out and they were saying how she was fat shaming her dancers and stuff like that, I'm not condoning it, but I will say that is like standard in the industry. Not to mm. fat shame, but be like, are you on your A game, right? Yeah. And so what and so what and I'm not, I'm not an expert. I'm not even a little, a little fan like that. This is based on my little TikTok finds. So everything I say is allegedly whatever, 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 right? But what one of the girls was saying was that when they approached her, they said, like, you know, we're, we're noticing you're a little tired. You're not on your A game. And then she said she felt that they were coming at her weight, right? And I feel, and I feel like because it was Lizzo who's also fat, they feel like that's not fair. But you're a dancer. Mm. Come on your A game. And somebody made a point to say, if Beyonce said it, it would be like, yeah, Beyonce is so perfect. This is normal for her. But because Lizzo is fat and because Lizzo plays nice also, people mm. were like, oh, she's being focused. It was like, but it's still her show. She hired fat dancers, which is amazing because fat dancers can dance. And I know there's a lot of a lot of people have fat dancers now. Beautiful, because this had a fat dancer as well. Oh, the shade. Yeah. Okay. Um, beautiful, because fat people can dance. But you don't get to just not be great or because you're fat. Mm. Yeah, she, um, you have to be greater and I don't make the rules but because you're a fatter you have to be greater the fat girl at SZA show was a hundred times better than skinny dancers because she has to be mm. she has to go full out she she never even when they were leaving I was I had a side view so I got to watch them like go off the stage and you know you're supposed to perform until you get off the stage and she did she, she didn't drop her her strut until she was behind the the, the scenery mm-hmm Right. So as a fat dancer, once you're done with Lizzo's tour, you want to keep working. You have to be full out every single time. My concern is Lizzo allegedly making them eat vaginas out each other's pussies. No, bananas. Bananas. <laughs> Sorry, eat bananas. That was really my main concern. No, that's I think that's <laughs> all anybody ever want to know. Like, honestly, I'm like. I think it's like you were saying, it's such a nuanced conversation to have. Right. Because it's like, all right, regardless of your size. Right. You have this job and then you can also talk about the toxicity of the dance world also. Right. You can get down to that rabbit hole and like what is acceptable, what is not acceptable, what is, um, quote unquote, tradition that upholds um, unhealthy um, like uh, health practices, physically, mentally, all of that. Right. But. Girl, they have you on wax talking about how you wanted to go see the show where people eating the bananas out the pussy. Now, that may be the only thing that she is guilty of. Maybe, maybe not. And also this whole idea of, but girl, I want to know because did you do it or did you not do it? And also it goes to like fraternizing, right? Because it's art. So it's different. So people were like, oh, if you go out with her, you will have preferential treatment to um, get more work. And and then I'm like, oh, that's such a weird thing to talk about. Right. Because it's like working is so and I had a teacher tell me this before. He was like, I don't want you to get in the room because, you know, I'm a moody bitch. And I'm like, if I'm not feeling it, if I don't feel like you're not as dedicated, if you're not giving up as much as I'm giving up, sometimes I just don't want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in the same room. Like if you're not giving up what I'm giving up to make this great, then I honestly just don't want to be around you. And he was like, that can rub people wrong in, mm-hmm. in, in the wrong in the rooms because you don't know their process of how they get to where they are. Mm-hmm. He was like, everything is so relationally that you may be really good at what you do, 
but your attitude will close so many doors for you, right? right? And I'm like, that is in, true in every artistic realm. So I'm like, yes, that is true. If you go out with her, you probably will get more work. But because now y'all have a relationship, you have a bond. Like she knows that like you come, you show up, she can depend on yeah. you. It's it, it. Sometimes it's more than just being good. And people say that all, all the time. It's in the true. And I fucking hate it. But it is it's true. true. Because I feel like if and this and this is not just entertainment this is the world of working with people right like if you come in and i'm like you're a computer programmer and you're programming the fuck out of my computer but i can't ask you a question i can't talk to you you're being snarky you're being condescending depending on who the person hiring you is i, I might be like honestly i'd rather have someone that just knows less and is nicer and learns mm-hmm. i don't want to feel off put at my job because you're good at your job like and it's being uh, being friendly or being like personable is a skill that goes a long way. And I remember one of the thoughts I had about it because they were saying, oh, why Why did the girls, because um, one of the girls, she auditioned again mm-hmm. for the next season and she's one of the girls in the lawsuit. And I was like, it's so, and, and this, this goes back to just us being like dreamers and artists, right? I was like, those people who are asking those questions have no imagination. They've never, <laughs> wait, no, I said, I said, they, they don't, they don't know what it is to be a dreamer. That's why, because because when you want when you want to be an artist, you will do whatever it takes, including degrading yourself to get where you want to mm. be. And I was like, so to ask that question, like, oh, if she if, if, if the treatment was so bad, why go back again? Because she has dreams and she has goals, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's fair, but there are things you would do that you would regret later on. But at the time, you're like, if that's going to get me where I need to go. I'm mm. going to do it. And because that, that was to discredit the girl. And I was yeah. like, but I get it. She wants to be she wants to be a singer. I don't. No, no. I'm not saying I would do it. Yeah. No, but, but I, I just no. I said you said you can't understand the logic. Like, yeah, the, the one like I personally, I don't I don't get it because it's like that's like me going back to an unsafe place for myself because it's like it, I can see if, if she's like in the lawsuit, if they're like, OK, this is because also her Lizzo's dance captain was listed in the lawsuit. So if this was a lawsuit where they're like blaming Lizzo because she hired the dance captain and that created the toxic work environment. But they also named Lizzo in Lizzo's actions, yeah. allegedly in the lawsuit. Right. So you're putting the blame on to Lizzo. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why you would want to go back into the same Toxic environment. Starving for a heads up. I mean, we we think who uh the lady um Deborah Lee, you know bad with names. Yeah, uh, the BT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Similar situation. You know, Tara, they're in a relationship, but also he was her boss. Yeah. Right? Like so, and but that's why I said that's the Lizzo's biggest issue, in my opinion, is the power dynamic. Mm-hmm. Because people will sacrifice their bodies, their minds, their souls yeah. for a chance at their dream. Mm. They will. I'm not saying I would do it. I'm also, so, I'm also so old. I don't have it in me to sacrifice much of these days. Yeah. But, and th- that's not my personality. But right? that's never been who we are. Because yeah. I think we would be so much further along if we would, if, if we, we did. ate the shit that yeah. was presented to us early on. Like we would be so far yeah. along in our career, but that's just not who we are. I think Lizzo's biggest thing, and you said it earlier, I think that she likes to play nice. Yeah. And I do understand the want to do it right. I go back and forth with it every day in my life. Um, but it's just like, 
playing nice will not get you anywhere. Playing nice... Playing this can get you some place, but also it will cost you more than you just like owning your shit and like actually getting there. I'm like the playing nice is being it's so detrimental. Like, yes, at her core, she can want all of these good things, but it's like everything comes with a condition. Right. Like not that her niceness should be predicated on conditions, but like we are now in a work interaction. This is a business transaction. And I think that's what people forget. Like, yes. We are all humans. We all deal with our own shit. You want a compassionate boss, but you still know that work is work. The work has to get done. The work has to get done regardless. And that is fucked up. But this is like what we kind of signed up for. I think Lizzo's other issue is that she's fat. Oh, that's fat girls. I don't, don't think that's get her to... issue. I think that's the world's issue with her. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I don't she, think she's it's her fine. Issue. But Lizzo yeah. doesn't get to be mean out loud. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She does not get to be mean that about. We again, we uh, we always joke about Beyonce saying "Move, Julius," or "You're fired." Right? Yeah, yeah. Those are the funniest jokes in the world. Beyonce uh, Lizzo does not get even to Michael be, Jackson. I've watched a lot, and you know, I'm he tricky, but I will careful. Lizzo doesn't get to be outwardly mean. Yeah, she doesn't get to comment on anyone's imperfections because she's by society standards so imperfect. Yeah. So she has to accept everyone. It's, and again, this is not in defense of Lizzo because pussy bananas will never not. Girl, you gotta, you gotta come, you gotta come to the front of the class and explain that one. You have to. But I do understand why we have the Lizzo that we have. Yeah, and then I also, what I also wanted to say within those dynamics of working in artistic relationships and working in close proximity, there's also the 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 um being intoxicated the. And they're so I, I can totally see her doing that, like with who she is in the obnoxious. And I do say obnoxious in a good and bad way. Right. I think Lizzo's she's a bit obnoxious. And even the way that she was talking in the interview about how she wanted to go to the show and see the pussy bananas like she is an obnoxious character that people love. And I'm like, add that with getting off of work, probably getting a little high, probably drinking a little bit too much and then having that obnoxiousness be intoxicated shoot me in the face yeah shoot me in the face yeah i don't want it and i can see why people don't want to hang out with that but then that's the selling your soul part of it all too yeah because like, now you're like because you you know if you're in those rooms and you're doing that stuff with her you're yeah. gonna be you're gonna be maybe down yeah and when it comes to next season yeah who's it gonna be the girl i never spoke to on this entire tour mm-hmm. or the hoe with the pussy bananas and I pray that everybody gets the healing that they need and Lizzo really tells us what the fuck is going on because I I don't want to see no more fits. I don't want to see no more TikToks of you eating. I want I don't want to see another goddamn more uh, fruit nature yeah. bowl of coconut water and, and blueberries and ice. Yeah, I can't that, take that it. That shit ain't good. I tried it. It's not that good. It's not that good. <laughs> Speaking of people coming to the front of the class and telling the things that they are telling... We are a little bit behind, but not by a lot, only by two weeks. But we have to talk about, yeah, we have to talk about really quickly. I want to end with this one. Yes. Maybe we'll pick, we'll pick this one up again because it's unfolding before us. But I appreciate people who are having scandal and they give us the fucking answers. Shout out to Rashonda Lias used to be Lockhart. Baby, when I tell you that woman... And her life has 
entertain Asia and I on our however many hours flying back home. Yes. Okay. So if you don't know who Rayshawn Delias used to be Lockhart is, she is a TikToker mostly. She owns a boutique. She lives in Louisville. And she came to fame because she's funny. You've probably seen her Beyonce tutorials about being in the business and all of that and shutting up and doing the mute. She's very, very funny. Ha ha he he hoo hoo. And then she used to put her wife, um, her name is LaShondra um, Lias Lockhart um, in, t- in her videos. And they had like this really cute dynamic where Rashonda is the out there dreamer. She was the bigger girl. She got um, the, the lap band surgery and uh, Sandra, LaShondra, the, the, the masculine wife. She was the the voice of reasoning, the the penny pincher, the pulling her back down. It was right. a great dynamic to watch right. on TikTok. However, a couple of days ago, Rashonda said that they are getting a divorce, holding a teddy bear, stunning all of TikTok because they're like, what the hell? I thought it was a joke. Yeah, it was like, you guys were doing so well. Like, what the fuck happened? And then you have La Sandra, the masculine one, Reading scriptures on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. She was reading. She was stopping her. Calling her a liar. Yeah, Mm -hmm. calling her a liar through scripture. So automatically, everybody thought Ray Chandra lost. She got the lap band surgery. She lost the weight, and she is acting brand new. Lo and behold, Rashandra dropped the bomb on us, guys. Guys, she told us that she doesn't know who Lissandra is because that may not even be her real name. She done got them evicted. She says she can even, Rashandra, she has money, but she can't even get an apartment because she has evictions on her thing. So now she is homeless. And then the woman who made everybody homeless, Lissandra, everybody call her Lacandra, she... It's still doing scriptures. And then we found out just yesterday that she is in Disneyland. But I tell you all, my children, General Hospital could not write this, okay? And I just love it because she is, uh, Rayshandra, is, she's holding firm. She's letting everybody know the truth. She's trying to make sure other people are not getting conned. And apparently this woman has also done this to other women and she does want to stop it. But when I tell you guys the gossip, I said refreshing. Yes. And this one saying this last thing. My favorite part about this saga is that she did bring it to the internet, right? Because there's always this thing about like, there's always this thing about the person who was wronged being the bigger person and, uh-huh. you know, keeping it quiet. And she's like, this is these, what she's saying is these are my feelings. This is my experience. I don't have to protect anybody because I'm the one that's the victim. Facts. And I appreciate that. Facts. No, I, I, I love that. Listen, and she, and she said one of my favorite things. She said, I am not afraid to burn the bridge down with me standing mm. on it. Honey. Love it. Felt it. Felt it, felt it, felt it. Okay, so really quickly, we are going to, we're going to, I'm, I'm going to ask Asia some questions just to just wrap this up in a neat little ball about what we've been doing, what we've been. Um, okay, so... What is the best meal that you've had so far since you've been on hiatus? Fill the people in. Oh, Tatiana. So my birthday was Ooh, this summer. Oh, she went to Tatiana's, yeah. y'all. I'm a Virgo, as some of you know. Uh, went to Tatiana had a, on my actual birthday, and I had a delicious meal. I mean, everything was good from the beginning to the end of it. I enjoyed every single part of that meal. Uh, my favorite it was definitely the curry goat patties and the um, oxtail ragoon. Mm. Yeah, I had the um the crab rangoon 
and that motherfucking pastrami suya. Uh, but however, Tatiana is not the best meal. That's crazy. It was solid, 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 10 out of 10. But my best meal I've had, and I'm sad to say because I used to work for the group. Um, not really sad, but I just ate at the Tiger like two, three weeks ago with my homegirl. Honestly, hands down, go to the Tiger, guys. The mm. food is fucking busted. The green beans, still think about it to this day. I'm actually going to make it. Um, okay, so, um, ooh, I'll save that right for last. Okay, any good shows or TV you watched since you've been? Yes, well, I, I watched something that was really good. Oh, this is pressure because I didn't know we were going to. I know, I like the parents. Um, there was something I was like watching, like, I need to finish this. I can't think of it right now. Okay. I watch so much TV. I I I love watching TV. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, and uh, I'm kind of hybrid from my job, so I was watching TV. <laughs> what was it? It was something I was watching so hard. Was it on? Um, and I was like, I can't think of it. But what was good was Full Circle on HBO. Full Circle. Why do I feel like I? Oh my gosh! Yes, with uh, yeah. CCH Pounder. That was yes, really good. that was really but that's good. not the show I'm talking about. But it yeah. was something I was obsessed with. But that show was also very enjoyable. I will say, okay, a good show I watch or TV. Um, I rewatched Lovecraft Country. It still holds up. Um, y'all know I'm obsessed with that. But I just recently watched. Um, I've been watching the Ozarks in mid, but um, a surprising show. Okay. BET Plus has this show. I don't know what the name of it is, but Dion Cole is in it. And I thought it was just going to be like some Tyler Perry-esque type of show. Mm -hmm. When I tell you I was enthralled and entrenched, it was very entertaining. I mean, not the most riveting acting, but Tammy Townsend is on it. And I'm like, she's slept on. She needs an opportunity better than, but she's been knocking down what she been, what they've been offering her. So fucking good. Like really good. If I will um, add it in a carousel so you guys can see that. Um, that was really, really, really good. Um, and I think I watched something with Jessica Chastain recently where she was a spy. Um, and then her, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but that was really good because she be doing she be doing what needs to be done. <laughs> um, ooh, this is a good one. I was going to end that last. So, okay. What is your most controversial opinion or revelation that you've had so far? A relation? A revelation. Oh, a revelation. Or an opinion. That I've had so far? Like this summer or in Yeah, life? like this summer. Um, Since we've been on Breaky Break. Controversial revelation. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here first, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I think my most controversial opinion... Um, I think amid this whole Rayshonda Lasandra shit, I think I used to say, I used to think that like love should be unconditional. Mm. And I just realized that that's fucking dumb and that love, especially like marriage, right? When you are in relationship with another person, I'm like, that is conditional as fuck. Like it is actually cooked in to the vows those are conditions in which you don't uphold these that I am free to walk. Right. Like, if you don't hold up your end of the bargain, I don't hold up my end of the bargain. We are free to break free from each other. And that is a condition. That is a condition. And I think that people should talk about that more because, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, 
What has, what or who has brought you joy this summer? Nothing. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm not gonna lie. This summer was not it for me. It just wasn't it. It wasn't it. And I love the summer. It's my favorite season. I love the summer. Um, it wasn't hot enough for me. It rained too much. I didn't get to go to the beach at all. I went to the pool one day and it was 70 degrees. <laughs> but I was, I just had to be in the water. Like I had to be in the water. Freezing, freezing. Got in my car, had the heat on 1000, but I just had to get in the water. So this summer honestly was a bust for me. I mean, I'm alive, so that's that. But in terms of like a summer that I enjoyed, it wasn't, this wasn't it. This mm. wasn't it. This is going to sound controversial too. What has brought, what has brought me joy is that um, I think that happiness is, is, is an illusion mm. um, and making the decision. And I have not made the best decisions for myself in my life, but I've made decisions for my life that hasn't panned out the way that I thought they would like in no way possible. And I'm like, I'm not dead. It's, I thought I would chase this thing of like happiness. And like, when I do this, when I get this, when this happens, I can breathe and I'll, and I'll be happier. And I've always thought that like happiness is a hoax and like joy is attainable, but happiness isn't. And this summer has, it, it brought me joy to remind myself that like, you are chasing fool's goals, chase the, chase the joy. And mm -hmm. in that you will find, you will find what you're looking for. Um, because happiness is dumb. Like it's so stupid. It's so dumb. Guys. What the fuck is happiness? I'm, Somebody, still, I'm still chasing happiness, but I do feel like I'm also chasing like neutrality. Mm. Right. Cause currently I'm in turmoil. <laughs> turmoil. Right. Which is like, I remember um, when I was in therapy, it was, how are you? I'm like, I'm a solid five. And they were like, okay, mm -hmm. neutral. Okay, you could you could be an eight or a 10, that'd be wonderful. But sometimes you just don't wanna be a one or a two. Um, so I feel like in the, in the in the quest for happiness, kind of what, what Ty is saying, like you have to just recognize that you're not doing bad. Mm -hmm. You're not unhappy. It's not even unhappy. You can be unhappy in those moments or yeah, you can like, I think unhappiness is a thing. Happiness, like what the fuck actually is that? I, I think we need to free ourselves up of happiness. If you know what happiness is, please let me know. But I'm like, if you chase joy, you will have joyful things happen. I'm like, and all the shit that happened right this summer, like where everything, like every single thing, the bottom has fell out of every single plan that I had. But I'm like, the joy was like, Oh, I've always said I wanted to go to the Midwest. Why mm. would I ever go to the Midwest? I got to go to the Midwest. I had to have, I got to have an, a very positive experience. I did not thankfully experience any racist, overt right. racism in my face. I really had a great trip and I'm very thankful for that. That is joy. That's joy. Yeah. Like gr gratitude. Like, I don't oh, know. Oh, maybe gratitude. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, what is... Happiness seems like such a play-play emotion yeah. to have. Like, happiness reminds... Like, you're like, oh, like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Like, what is that? What do you want? Right. Dumb, but dumb. Yeah. Um. Okay. And we're going to end with the last question, which is, what are you putting off right now? What am I putting off right mm -hmm. now? Um. Definitely putting off creative endeavors. Um. We're doing the podcast, of course, but... I, we have other things we need to work on. And that is currently being put off. It just is because of time constraints and not wanting to run myself into the ground. But that's what's being put off. Uh, really like focusing on 
the goals, like mm. all the goals, because some goals are being met. But do we have so many more that I know I'm putting off because it's hard and I don't want to have any more less sleep, but I need to. Mm. Um, I would say I'm putting off writing and not writing and like, yes, everything that Asia said that we need to do. And I'm also putting it off, but I'm putting it off for a different reason. I'm dealing with, um, I guess, imposter syndrome, not even imposter syndrome. I'm a writer. I think I'm just dealing with not being good. Right. Um, I think people don't talk about that enough. Like some people just aren't good at the things that they do. They're not. And you have to be in practice of it. And I have not been in practice of it for very, very long. So I'm like having to confront the the stages of having to be really, really shitty, being really, really bad at what you're doing before you get to the good. Um, it's just something I can't hold both things in my life together at the same time. Fail, like feeling like I'm making decisions that are not panning through. I'm not going to say I'm failing anymore. Making constant decisions that's not coming through. And then doing something that I love and being really bad at it. Mm -hmm. That's going to put me in a really like, you know, um, mental space. But I also am putting off acting. And I need to find out what the fuck that is about. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been putting off for like three years. I don't think I'm bad at it at all. I just don't know what the fuck that's about. I, I think I do know what it's about. I think it's about image, right? And that's tricky. Um, and that could be another episode because we're not about to get into that. No, that's an that episode. That's an episode <laughs> in and of itself. Um, damn, that's kind of a downer. No. Um, that is kind of a downer. Let's, ooh. I'm like, should we end on a... On an up note? Yeah, a good note. That's Okay, nice. so I, right? Okay, so the trip to the um, concert was only 17 minutes from our, our hotel across uh, state lines. Um, once we got a cab, it took him... He was he was doing every... He, he searched every back road he could get. So I decided not to drink for a month because I got too drunk on my birthday. So I took an edible. Oh, we didn't even talk about your birthday. That was such a good that time. Was, that was a good time. That was another good that was a, too. That was a yeah. great time. We'll talk about her, but that was a good time. Um, so I had an edible thinking by the time we get to... I'm thinking it will hit by the time I'm at, I'm at the concert. That shit hit in the car. Uh... Which was not a good time. So we finally get to the concert. We get inside the store buying snacks. I think I lost my friend. Only I was concerned about her being lost because I was high. Um, and <laughs> but here's where it gets tricky. So we had to get into the concert. So the, the driver left us like on a highway or, or uh, yeah, essentially a highway, right? And we had to like go down a, a, a unbeaten path. Pretty much a path that probably the locals take, the, the employees take, which is like through a guardrail and just they, they just walked down this hill so much there's no more grass there and we had to walk down this hill and I don't know if you guys know this but I'm like t I'm terrified of steps because I fall down the steps like once a year um and that goes for hills as well and I'm also high and I was like tired like I can't make it like I, I was so sober I was like what the fuck is it but I look over at her and she is not on this earth she's no. not on this plane and i said okay i got you she, asia was taking such baby <laughs> steps such baby steps that i couldn't understand it she was like no you're walking too fast i'm like i'm walking like a normal human also wearing new balances with no traction on this dirt road bitch i'm not trying to slide to my death and this is the second time asia and i had to walk <laughs> down this down the side of a fucking ro right. road like uh what is this called 
a slope, a, a hill. No, where the where the we weren't traversing. Yeah, like whatever you know, the hills where you see the forest where you're on the highway and you see the forest. You be like, oh, this is the second time we had to do that because yeah. they left us on one highway where we had to walk down to another <laughs> to cross <laughs> to a parking lot. Yeah, to go see Beyonce. Thank you so much, Giselle. Yeah. That was that was a time. That was a time and a half. Yeah. A time was had this summer. I it guess. Was. It was. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't the summer I thought I was going to have. Not at all. Only because I just associate so much of my summer with being in the pool and being in the water. Yeah. And it was a very dry summer. But, you know. I, I wasn't in the water once. <laughs> oh, I guess we were in the hot tub. But I wasn't in the water We were in the hot summer. tub. Yeah. Oh. But not how we. But it's okay. Next summer. Yeah. I definitely plan to be in the bathtub and cry. But <laughs> <laughs> next time. All right, um, guys. Yeah. Until next time. Until next time. We will see y'all soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Pontificating Podcast with your girls. Uh, I am the Asia Thomas, uh, Seiki, and Sally, and your girl, I am Queen Ty. Please don't forget to follow us on Pontificating Pod. You can follow us, engage, 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 and like us on youtube we are at from the burrows podcast like subscribe follow engage and don't forget we love y'all play cousins bye